Hello friends and folks and welcome back to another episode of Scanline Talks where we here at Scanline Media assemble just for a quick little conversation about whatever. Uh, I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Harry from Friends of Scanline Media. I love putting people on the spot with that. They're like, oh no, I'm not from Scanline Media. And I'm like, bwah ha 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 ha. I, I don't actually love it. It's probably a bad idea. I should probably make it more elegant for y'all. But... Hello, Harry. Welcome to the show. Good to have you here. It's uh, good to be here. And, uh, you know, out of character, you played the most recent Call of Duty. Yeah, entirely um, out of character. I hate shooting people in video games. <laughs> I'm so glad you added in video games. I'm going to be real. That pause was long enough. But I'm like, ooh. Um, yeah, no, usually much of a, mostly a, uh, uh, you know, Otome game person. Whereas I'm obviously all about the shooters. It's, you know, that's the hilarious thing I'm doing here is our positions are reversed. Anyway, uh, Modern Warfare 2, but not that one. The Roman numeral, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Roman numeral 2 came out recently. And I picked it up, which I usually don't. And you picked it up, which you usually do. And uh, the campaign's weird, huh? Yeah, I, I have such mixed feelings on it. Uh, for one, I think it's kind of bad in a lot of glaring thematic and story ways, but also mm -hmm. a lot of that is good, and I really enjoyed it. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. Um, so, broad sweep here, just, you know, if you didn't get the, get the message already, um, we are going to be spoiling the campaign of Call, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Roman numeral 2, or just Modern Warfare 2 2022 whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, so this is mostly a game about a, someone trying to get, like a, an Iranian general, a fictional Iranian general trying to get revenge for a fictional stand-in for the assassination of General Soleimani, the real world one. That's the first mission you boot up in the game. It's crazy. <laughs> It's such a wild choice. I mean, they dress it up as like, oh, the dude's a bad guy and he's selling weapons to the to the Russians, which, you know, is not a great. But it's like, it's kind of like giving that false pretense for an actual event that kind of is reminiscent of the Highway of Death kind of thing from uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Call of Duty has never had the best history with accurately and fairly representing international politics or the history of warfare but it definitely feels like the 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 last you know i don't know decade or whatever has really been leaning hard into mischaracterizing war crimes yeah and you commit actual like bad crimes well in 2019 you like actively tortured a character and like threatened to kill his family in front of him and that was portrayed as like what um what the good guys do to uh you know keep everyone safe and uh there, there's a good video about uh, what it's called you believe in by uh, jacob geller that mm. uh, you should check out if you want to like know more about that story but yeah i think a lot of this game's uh, thematics and politics especially when it's a cartel is just buck wild and i don't I don't like it. Do you want to talk about the uh, the third mission where, where it might be the fourth one actually, the the one where you 
you play as like the Mexican special forces and cross the border into America. Oh boy. So I will say just to, to establish, um, I played call of duty, modern warfare, 2019, the direct, you know, predecessor. This is a direct sequel to that. I never touched the campaign. Um, I still have a disc. I could probably, I could probably go play it for, you know, to have extra background filled in. But I was just like, I hear the, the, the multiplayer is really sick in this one. And it was, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, so yes, you are chasing, um, for most of the game, you are chasing a, uh, Irani general named General Hassan. Um, or I guess a major Hassan, excuse me. Um, who is a, a leader of uh, Iraqi Special Forces, the Quds Force. Um, probably saying that wrong. I do apologize. I, I am not very good with most languages besides English. Um, but so the chase has the chase has gone back. He's we missed him. He's gotten into Mexico and now he's crossing. He's crossing the border. And the, the opening cutscene for this one, because, of course, Call of Duty always has like the briefing cutscenes. And they're always, they're not, you know, not around a briefing table. This isn't Ace Combat. It's just people, you know, talking dramatically as you see zoom-ins on photos and sketches on, you know, <laughs> maps. Um, and you have so, the, the the Mexican Special Forces guy, uh, Los Vaqueros, the Cowboys, uh, which is okay, sure, um, being like, you know terrorists never cross the southern border. It's like, that's exactly why they'll do it. <laughs> Which is such Call of Duty brain. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, he's crossing into the United States, and uh, you don't catch him in time. You have to chase him into a, a town on the border. And there's some like pointed commentary about uh, how the cartels use like migrants as like distraction from actual stuff. And mm-hmm. how easy it is to cross the border when you literally like have a ladder and you climb up of it and you bam, you're in the U.S., but it's just such a such a weird uh, thing that they are trying to like hint at, and they never really remark on it. But the worst part is like you've probably seen like the de-escalate by pointing a gun at the civilian, and mm-hmm. that's crazy because you're breaking into people's houses and like having a gun, and you're pointing it at people, and you're gonna like say shoot them. And uh, the second part, right, is like remember that one? There's one part in that mission where you have to aim at two people who are draw- about to draw guns on you. Mm-hmm. Did you like successfully do it? Uh, the, the one is it the one inside their house? Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, and then they pull out their guns and try to shoot you, right? And you have to shoot back. Yeah, yeah and then just, it's crazy. And then it's like, oh damn, that sucks. And then they move on like nothing ever happened. I it is. I didn't know you could succeed. I'm. I guess I'm glad you. I don't know. Am I glad you can succeed? I don't know. It's a such a wild situation. Yeah, because, like, I think you were justified if, like, some bunch of, like, random people who have unmarked tags that have no jurisdiction here come into your house and, like, carry guns, you're going to try and shoot them. Because, like, what the hell are they going to do to you, you know? I have, a, I have a bit of news for the developers of Call of Duty. Literally anyone can shout special forces. <laughs> this doesn't yeah. prove anything. And they're just marching through people's houses, like, kicking open doors and, you know, like, waving assault rifles, shouting special forces. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I understand these people's desire to, you know, take care of these intruders. Um, they are definitely portrayed as a bunch of rednecks, right? Which, like, to a certain degree, you know, I, I guess I, I don't. It is in the deep south, right? It's a, literally as physically deep south as you can get in America. 
and yeah. it is a pretty racist part of the country. I get that. But it doesn't mean you get to kick in their doors and then shoot them if they don't cooperate. Exactly, yeah. And even then, it's like, it kind of does not portray, like, what, like, border towns are actually like. Like, El Paso is, like, very, you know, a multicultural place. It's very Hispanic there. And it's just kind of, like, not portrayed. It's like, oh, you're going to, like, a trailer park and shooting people. And it's like, well, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it gets more racist the further you go into Mexico. It's... Actually, I do appreciate that fake on the mission where, like, you're, the character you're playing as gets shot and is in a burning house. And it's like, oh, this is a quality... Uh, main character dies scene dramatic sacrifice yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's 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 like no just go listen you can't possibly save me and then the other dude just kicks open the door and grabs him like don't be an idiot we're leaving (laughs) right well i i will say because i've been bagging on that mission a lot that i think the character work in a call of duty game is probably one of the reasons why i kept playing honestly i the existence of Los Vaqueros, literally a special forces group called the Cowboys who have a ridiculous amount of wealth and resources and and independent action, right? Like, they don't have to ask anyone in the Mexican government before invading the U.S., right? In well, pursuit of a suspect. Well, they say that you have no jurisdiction here, but, like, we got to stop the terrorists. And well, like... well, I mean, they, they say you have no jurisdiction here, which usually means you stop. Yeah, but or they do there it are anyway. consequences for not stopping, and there aren't. In fact, they get a bunch of cops killed, which, you know, listen, fuck cops, but... Um, yeah, that's a really weird scene where they're like, they get profiled by the cops, and it's like, we're gonna, we're gonna shoot you if you don't comply. But it's like, well, okay. Like, we'll get to move on, because they get RPG'd immediately, like, within two minutes. Yeah, just, just, like, just erase the situation, because they don't want to have to... Because the writers don't want to have to keep dealing with these racist cops. I think immediately, I think before one of them, they all die, they're like, oh, you look pretty similar to the guys we're chasing. And like, holy shit, what is this, man? Like, mm-hmm. what is this commentary? I have no idea. Um, but like, despite how absurd their organization is, I think the characters of Los Vaqueros, as you say, are, are some of the best characters they've had in Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, Alejandro's pretty good. Alejandro's good. I like his, uh, uh, Rudolfo, his second. Um, they're pretty cool actually and i appreciate that they are portrayed as like i mean first of all you know this is a series of not getting your man for most of this game like almost every mission starts with okay we're here and we're gonna grab hassan and then you fucking don't right but also i just appreciate showing them get you know frustrated and take l's um i think is is good characterization yeah, well, I think I think the, as you go more into Mexico, the worse the, the themes get. Where you're shooting, like you're getting to shootouts with the uh, Mexican army, which are mm-hmm. all implied to be like under the take of cartels. I mean, and, there's no there's no implication. They straight up say like like they're they've said this multiple times at this point before you get to the point where you're in an AC one thirty. And your guys like, oh shit! Here comes the Mexican army, and Alejandro says they're all they're all in the cartel's pocket. Kill them. Yeah, and you're like blasting things from like a private military company against like a foreign government. And like, what the what is going on here? And like, it, it's a very tired trope of like the Mexican narco state of like everything's lawless, shit's fucked, you know. Which mm-hmm. it is pretty accurate to like some of the you know violence and uh, you know those areas and i'm I'm not an informed kind of like person on that but it's kind of like a very weird portrayal of that you know well and it's like even if they stumble on you know like elements of of reality 
these are not people who did their like they did their homework as to how guns fire. They didn't do their their homework as to like the the you know socioeconomic like crisis in Mexico. Right. And and the weirdest part is um uh you know the the Los uh, Zetas the uh like really big cartel back in like the 2010s. Yeah. They were started yeah. like I think 26 of the founding members were all like defecting Mex- Mexican special forces. That was like, well, okay, I could die for my country or I could make a million dollars and like kill the competition. And mm-hmm. they kind of mentioned that where like the main cartel uh, villain is like an ex special forces character that's also a woman because girl boss empowerment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just never remark on that or anything. And it's like, well, it seems kind of um, not irresponsible, but like, it just seems like what if we just scrubbed away every single like subtext and just made a call of duty campaign which is you know their jobs but it's kind of a not good yeah i mean call of duty yeah as you know as we say for the last like decade has been in the business of turning real life atrocities into confetti um and there's plenty of that to go around here i i don't know like all this stuff is is bad and if we want to you know i'm i'm happy to keep keep going on this but i feel like to me like the part where I was really like, oh, I totally see why Harry wants to have this conversation is the turn when Shadow Company turns on you and you have that level where you're doing fucking Last of Us crafting. Oh, yeah, that is like, holy shit. Like, well, because, you know, if you play Modern Warfare 2 or the 2009 one, you're like, okay, General Shepard's in this. Um, Shadow Company's in this. Bad shit's going to happen. You know, I hope Ghost doesn't get set on fire again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they're going to turn on you somehow. But then you go on this, like, Metal Gear solid, like, sneaking mission where you're bantering with Ghost, who's, like, an actual character in this game. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, dialogue options and you, um, you know, craft, like, smoke bombs and you, like, shivs and you have to, like, stop the bleeding and you have to, like, sneak around. I'm like, wow, this is such a unique perspective on a Call of Duty level I haven't really seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And they're, like... As silly as it can be, like, okay, apparently the way you make a gas trap is you take a, a, a thing of bleach and you duct tape a mouse trap to it, and that's a gas trap. But, like, the the gameplay and the way it works of this sort of, like, like hunting and scavenging and, and resource, you know, scarcity is interesting. And this is all in the context of this PMC murdering everyone in the town. And I do appreciate they even gave, like, some depth to like because earlier in the mission when you're playing as like shadow company you um uh the main guy was like oh your buddies with your buddies with uh you know 141 these are your brothers you're gonna die for him and then like you hear reservations like man should we really be hunting down killing these guys we just uh fought with them in like a couple of uh, minutes ago basically Mm mm-hmm well but you i mean you get mixed messages there right where you also get like them being like, oh, you're you're a PMC because you couldn't make it in the real army. It's like, no, most of them are people who, you know, did their term and then were like, what if I got paid more for this? Well, there are also a lot of, like, psychos in, like, Blackwater that got people into, like, active trouble and, like, murdered a lot of, like, Iraqis back in, like... Oh, I'm not, I'm not defending PMCs by any means. I think the villainization of them is pretty appropriate. I think the part that I don't by is the idea that there would be any contempt for them from the regular army yeah that's probably fair but oh yeah but i have to do say like i think these are like 
the classic modern warfare levels from like COD, COD 4 and Modern Warfare 2 or uh, Modern Warfare 3, but done in like such a like high fidelity way. I could never think of this like 10 years ago. Like there's like the uh, one like there's the one uh, oil rig mission where you're like invading an oil rig. And it's like, wow, this is so much nicer and like high tech that one I was expecting. And then you go on like the wet work mission from Call of Duty 4 where all the containers are moving around. Mm-hmm. And that it's cool as hell. Like I really enjoy playing those. The containers are really obnoxious, but it is a cool <laughs> set piece. Yeah, I died like three <laughs> times, but I was like, wow, holy shit! Look at all these like water effects and everything. I'm, I mainly mm-hmm. bought this game to like one turn my brain off and shoot people, and number two, um, get a new like PC and have like high like I run everything on ultra. Like it's, it looks a really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's interesting you mentioned like modern warfare 2 and it's like this game is torn between being modern warfare 2 the sequel to modern warfare 2019 and being like a sort of like a spiritual echo of the 2009 modern warfare 2 because like on the one hand obviously like you have the direct plot continuation of one right on the other hand you have characters like shadow company well groups of characters like Shadow Company, you have General Shepard, you have, you know, Ghost, you have these characters that are that are echoed. But like obviously the plot is like I mean, I guess both have an invasion of the US, but like at this point that's kind of a staple of of Call of Duty games. Yeah. That just happens. Especially like Infinity War. Uh, in Infinity Ward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, it's a strange like I feel like this game doesn't totally know what it wants to be. And I feel like this is more clear in the multiplayer, right? Where you're going to name a game after Call of, after Modern Warfare 2, which is sort of the height of the most cartoonish the multiplayer has ever gotten, where it's people sprinting around dual-wielding shotguns and calling in nukes. Um, whereas this is much more the, like... I mean, it even leans into, like, military, like military industrial complex like gun branding stuff where you're rewarded for being faithful to a gun brand but it's really funny because none of them are like actual like they're all generic names now they're not they don't even call it the ak anymore or the m4 right. i mean they call the m4 the yeah m4, the m4 but, but like they don't i don't think it's like it's not the hmk mp5 it's just the lockman mm-hmm. whatever but yeah but that makes it weirder right because it's like oh you're not even it's not like you're being paid for this or anything or you're paying for this. I think more likely you'd be paid than have to pay at this point. But like, you're not even like actually doing the thing. You are just this invested in the idea of like gun brands and the fabled gun companies and their legacies in a way that is like, I mean, I am the weird type of fictional only gun nut, right? I don't want to own a gun. I am one of those, you know, they, they mentioned like, you know, the, you know, the, the left wants to take your guns away. Yes, I do. Um, and yet I also think guns are incredibly cool. Um, and for me, this stuff is kind of is like candy. It's a big part of why I picked up the game is being like, oh, shit, you get like you gain experience with the M4 and it means you have better attachments that you can use on the on the HK416 or on the M16 or, you know, the Colt Commando. That's dope. Uh, 
it's hard to keep both those thoughts in your brain at the same time. <laughs> it really does feel like that with the Modern Warfare 2 campaigns uh, specifically, because there's a mission where you um, literally go and jump from car to car like Uncharted 2 to get to the front of a convoy. And this is like two missions after you, um, you know, after you like kidnap a guy in the front of like Amsterdam by like drugging him and kidnapping him in an unmarked van. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit, like, what is, like, what is this, you know? Like, half of it's really goofy, dumb shit where, like, you're in a Hitman level at one point. It's crazy. And you're, like, yeah. having, like, stealth and stuff, but also, like, this really weird, grim, like, oh, we have to go and, uh, you know, be super realistic because everyone liked the clean house from the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is kind of, like, in a way, it's it's a mismatched, like, any game that's had the modern warfare tag greatest hits. I mean, you have an all gillied up also. And right? that mission is great. I love it. Cause it's like, Oh, you're actually using the, like the sniper marks. You're like, you have to like breach a house and you get like multiple ways to do it of, uh, you know, you could throw like tear gas into like the ducks and clear everyone out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like it is just a it is a like a, a fun mission that is pretty well designed. Um I did get a little annoyed. I understand why this is necessary for the gameplay to have any tension, but there are the parts where like you are in a field and then like enemies patrol through and you have to like slightly move to avoid them but also hold very still when they're close and they home. <laughs> oh yeah, they're a hundred percent like like guided towards you because it's like, oh it has to be like Modern Warfare uh in two thousand and seven. But even then, I do think the Modern Warfare uh, all gilded up mission is better because you're just in, like, uh, Pripyat, you know? That kind mm-hmm. of, like, vibe is kind of ridiculous and goofy, but, like, in a fun way. As well as, like, the Modern Warfare 2 where you're just kind of, like, shooting, like, cartel members and uh, making conversation with uh, your, like, CO, which I never thought would happen in a Call of Duty game where you're having uh, dialogue options, but... I appreciated that, where you're like, oh, what's your favorite gun, Kate? And it's like, what is happening? It, it is, like, it is good. I appreciate those moments of, like, little banter. It's also, like, another part of the weirdness of this game where, I don't know, I mean, maybe if you're in the military, this is not weird at all. But just as a normal person playing this and being like, oh, man, all these corrupt people in the government, but at least we can trust the CIA. <laughs> like, What? Yeah. I mean, even Black Ops Cold War kind of had some, uh, like, oops, uh, the U.S. accidentally planted bombs in uh, Europe, kind of like mea culpa that this game kind of doesn't have. But mm-hmm. I think they're just kind of respecting, I-, I have to give them some cr- very modicum credit of, like, they're not going like, this game isn't political, that kind of stuff, you know? It's just kind of like, we get it, it's it's stupid, move on, you know? It's, it's like yeah. using the words of, like, military fiction, like a Tom Classy novel yeah i think i think like i mean i think all works are political right that's i'm I'm one of those people but like set, setting that down for a moment it's like i think this game isn't political because it has 50 different messages that are crashing into each other it's yeah. too much of a mess to be a coherent political message like at least the bottom for 2019 had like oh sometimes we need to get our hands dirty as like a main political like or not even, like, a thematic message. This game has, mm-hmm. like, no themes except, like, Ghost is cool. Also, I, I do have to say, Ghost is 
the thing that really sold me on like this game and like oh this game's all right is like at the end when they're all sitting in a bar and they're talking about like oh we got to find makarov and <laughs> you see ghost just wearing his fucking stupid ghost beanie inside a bar is just like all right this is this is fine I, I like it a lot the fucking the fucking moment where they're like all right we got to do this one for ghost this last mission everyone put on the same jersey <laughs> It's just the dumbest shit in the world. They do the the, the fucking Kakashi face reveal where they take off the mask, but they never show his actual face. And like, yeah, I respect I, I respect that a lot of his like iconography of like, oh, he's got the cool ghost mask again. Like that's how much uh, Modern Warfare twenty twenty two is kind of in love with like Modern Warfare two thousand and nine's um, mm-hmm. iconography and like characters. And I think there is like. A level of appreciation that they really did want to flesh out all these characters. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Um, I mean, ultimately, even when we talk about characters we think are good, they are limited by you know, like, listen, I, I, as I say, my favorite character in this is probably Alejandro Vargas, the um, colonel from Mexican Special Forces. But at the end of the day, he's angry shoot man, right? So is right. everyone. Um, I guess if there's one thing, like. Message wise, if there's one thing that I appreciate that I don't like, I think it's just legacy. I don't think they did this intentionally, but having the game actually ultimately be about like, I mean, you kill Hassan and the game's not. Oh, no, actually, the game is over at that. You know, actually, hmm. The fact that Shepard is in the wind at the end of this. Is. Like, obviously, a sequel tease. But I don't think we're going to get another moment like the end of Modern Warfare 2 where you throw a knife at Shepard's face. I mean, it's kind of similar. Well, yeah, where you fist fight like a general who's clearly like a pencil pusher. It's kind of uh, kind of funny. Well, I guess you you literally snipe a guy from another building and there's like end credits roll. Like we finished the job. Where mm-hmm. I, I guess there is some kind of a culpability of like, oh, yeah, the uh, U.S. tried to cover up like the iran contra deal essentially where they sold missiles to their allies but like it's never really remarked upon just that like shepherd uh fucked up and is trying to cover it you know it's not like an indictment on like what actually happened in like real life or historically so no i mean they do have the the bit you get the bit from uh kate the cia uh you know officer who says you know like listen what he was trying to do wasn't that bad of a thing but the cover-up is always worse than the crime which has a kind of resonance right like i don't know that i think that's necessarily true but i do think it is like it is fair in the history of these things that like boy once you decide you need to keep it secret the the will the fucked up shit you're willing to do goes way way up yeah, I think it's probably the closest you'll ever get in a Call of Duty game about any indictment about any of these things. So good on them mm-hmm. for trying. Also, you basically fight the it's the last boss fight is a Vulcan Raven fight where you throw a grenade at a tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And he taunts you constantly from it. It's some of this game is all right. I I, I like how kind of stupid it is. Yeah, I like I like hearing this uh like this like southern like jackass like try and like win <laughs> the Mexican special forces over by speaking Spanish in a bad accent while also being racist. Oh yeah. It's, it's... 
you can't trust the the Uno Quattro Uno, Harry. I don't oh, know if you knew that. God. I do appreciate how he's like a like an incredible like yeehaw Southern Texan guy. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's a good performance by it like is. mostly it everyone is. here. I think another thing I like that they do, and this is just a little thing, but like the um, they do have uh, subtitles on by default, and I like the way they switch like ally names when you know like when Graves betrays you, his name turns red. But even better, I think, is the conversation you're having with Shepard, right? Where Shepard's been green this whole game, and you have this conversation of like, Shepard, this is your last chance, and his name is yellow for that whole conversation till he kind of closes the door and then it turns red. Um, I, that is kind of nice, yeah. So, yeah, uh, would you recommend this campaign? Would, would you recommend if someone wanted to play multiplayer and uh, wanted to give the campaign a shot, do you think it's worth the seven hours or so? I mean, I think it's worth, pl- I think if you have the game, you should play the campaign. I think it's interesting enough for that. I think, like, even just, like, as far as, like, gameplay mechanics and stuff, right? Like, the uncharted, like, car-to-car convoy level is neat. The crafting stuff is pretty neat. I don't know. It's it's politics are wild and problematic, but that is Call of Duty. And if you are willing to accept that, it's at least unhinged enough to be worth your time. I really do hope they... Uh, yeah, I, I would recommend it, too, honestly. I think the gameplay is probably one of the best campaigns I've played for a while. Mm-hmm. If you love Call of Duty as, like, the mythos and, like, the the campaign and, like, oh, I wanted to be Modern Warfare and you played it when you were 15, this does hit a lot of the same spots. Mm-hmm. Just ignore th- everything else about it, really. Oh, my lord. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also true, like, I feel like there's... You know, Call of Duty has always had, like, oh, here's the parts where we do something different, right? Where we change up the gameplay. And I think this is maybe the most successful they've ever been at it, right? Where these segments just feel like they're well-designed and interesting, as opposed to, like, you know, uh, Call of Duty World at War riding on a tank, right? Yeah, or, like, um, I guess Infinite Warfare has some kind of cool mechanics of, like... Oh, you have to like run around like the sun spots or whatever, or you go burn mm, it. It's, it's kind of cool, but like I think this kind of homes in on like what people like about Call of Duty and what they feel nostalgic about, and mm-hmm. I think it's really polished for like the really typical like shoot a guy in Call of Duty, and also like the weird experimental things where you're like you're diving underwater and like snapping people's necks underwater and pulling them underneath, so. Yeah, the uh, the the like stealth mission where you're swimming around docks is like, wow, a, a water mission that's actually pretty good. Weird. <laughs> uh, I guess the other thing that's nice is they are extremely setting themselves up for Modern Warfare Roman numeral three, and uh, there's no I I I imagine it's going to be a lot better than the original Modern Warfare three. Yeah, I. I wonder if they'll do like an like a wholesale invasion storyline of like Russia invades um, United States and or Europe, but I think that might that political climate might be a little bit too hot right now. I mean, they end with the no Russian text message. That's oh, the I last thing in this that. game. Yeah, holy shit! Where they hijacked the airliner? It's like I don't think you should have done this. 
I don't think this was the play. Oh, oh. man. Yeah. I mean, it was clearly, clearly uh, developed before all the stuff happened in uh, 2022. But even then, it's like, wow. Uh, I guess we'll see. I, I do want to see the Burger, defend Burger Town again in Modern Warfare 3, but like, gassed mm-hmm. up. So, I heard they actually might be doing a campaign DLC in the next year or so. Really? It's all rumors, but I, I'd be down for it, honestly. Like, based on how much I enjoyed the campaign despite them tripping over themselves all the time i play a uh, more of this i i feel like if they want to do the makarov story i want them to also have a a russian special forces perspective character who is trying to stop him i feel like that's the way you like it's call of duty it's gonna be offensive whatever they do <laughs> but i think the way you keep this from just being like just pure red scare bullshit is you have it be like oh also on the russian side of things they have someone trying to be like no 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 this is listen we don't love america but like please don't start a war yeah oh man i i <laughs> there's that one mission in Modern Warfare 3 where you're literally mm-hmm. shooting guys while the half of the plane falls apart I hope oh, you see that again. I thought you were going to say there's a part in Modern, Modern Warfare 3 where they retcon Modern Warfare 2 to say there was a good Russian. <laughs> oh, yeah. he It's literally that Nathan Fielder joke of like, oh, yeah, he's off to the side smiling and trying to stop Makarov. <laughs> and then when they did the remaster of 2, they slid him back in. They inserted him into that mission. Oh, man. You know, Very funny. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> the dark comedy of, of Call of Duty politics. Right, so... Anyway, yeah. 8.5 out of 10, I guess, is is on my GameSpot review score. I, I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with 8 on this one. You know, actually... 8 is incredibly high based on how you talked about it. I know. I mean, like... It's really fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Um... And, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like, like, if people who say they don't grade on a curve are lying to themselves, right? Um, there's There was no world in which this game had good politics, <laughs> you know? I'm glad it's not able to provide a cohesive racist argument against any one country. <laughs> That's a good step for me. Yeah, I think if you like Call of Duty campaigns, or even shooter campaigns in general, I think this is a good one, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so where can everyone uh, find you, Six? Oh, I mean, I'm the, you know, okay, fine. Yes, you do it <laughs> first, the but, tables here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, and my DMs are open if you have any questions, comments, feedback for this or any other Scanline works. Uh, also, ScanlineMedia.com and Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia is where you find all those Scanline works. Uh, Harry, what about you? What do you What do you want to mention of yours? Nothing. Don't find me on the internet. <laughs> I, I keep finding myself working with more and more of you people, right? Every time I do this with Ty, Ty's like, I'm free. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which, fair enough. Uh, if I didn't have to promote things, I might consider the same lifestyle. Uh, but <laughs> until next time, folks, mission failed. We'll get him next time. <laughs> Great impression. God bless. Thank you. That's my, that's my incredible accent. <laughs> <laughs>